0: Hey, welcome back to the Life Coach Launchpad. My name's BJ, and I'm here every week talking to you about all the online business things that, as it turns out, need to happen in order to have a successful life coaching business. I'm a business coach. I love to help life coaches make more money, get more clients, have more fun, and to do what they love to do, what they're meant to do, and that's coaching. So let's dive right in. Okay, right off the bat, let me paint you a picture. Picture yourself creating one piece of content every week, anytime you want throughout the week, about whatever you want, and then consultations show up on your calendar. Yes, these are real humans with names that show up as events on your calendar, and they expect you to show up, and they want to learn from you about how you can help them. I call it Show Up and Coach. The Show Up and Coach Approach. Ooh, (laughs) I like that. This is appropriate. This is applicable for both individual coaching and group coaching. It's for live video, live webinars, live masterclasses, or as well as recorded content, recorded videos, such as evergreen content. These potential clients learned about you, about how you can help them, and that's what made that person, that human who needs help, reach out to you. They had to have a way to learn about you, about how you can help them, and it's your content. And it's in your best interest, as well as you, theirs, that you use the least amount of time possible creating the content so that you can spend more time serving them better. Think of it this way. Think, of, like, on one hand, if you decided your job was to spend 40 hours a week creating a podcast, you could probably create a pretty darn good one. But then you wouldn't have any time to serve those that are reaching out to you for help. On the other hand, you could tell no one that you're a life coach. And again, you also wouldn't have anyone to help. No one would be reaching out. And the optimum strategy, of course, is somewhere in between. So how can you create great content and get that in front of those who need to hear it? And still secure as much time as possible to provide amazing coaching. So we're trying to get... Just the right amount of content out there, get it in the hands of people who need to hear it, and let those consultations roll in. Let me introduce you to content repurposing. It's critical to create effective content. Not just quantity, but quality. You have to create something that is going to help help someone, help your potential client. Helping potential clients, you want to make them make just a bit of progress. Because if you can give them even just a little win for free, they'll come back for more. So I'm talking about in a social post or an email newsletter, if you can give them just a little bit of a tweak of a thought or something that just brightens their day a little bit, something that makes them remember you, they'll be back for more. And maybe when they come back, they'll go for your lead magnet. If you can provide them a bit more of a win with your lead magnet, again for free, they'll be back for more. Eventually they will become buyers clients, customers, but unfortunately creating content isn't free. It costs your time and that's why many coaches don't want to do it, but it's necessary. To achieve the state of show up and coach, you have to create thoughtful work. Of course, if you can boil in-depth topics down as short as possible, great, but often when you dive deep, it means longer content, more words, That usually means longer than a social media post, but how much longer is up to you. So I call it long form content. How long is up to you, but longer than a a paragraph or a few paragraphs. So usually, for many life coaches, it's a podcast or a video. From the information that's in that podcast or that video, there's tons of ways for you to reach out to more people who may not be exposed to the longer content. So... There, must, there might be tons of helpful content in, in, a, in a podcast, but when someone hears about it, they might be on the go, on their phone, or might be running to a meeting, and they just don't have the time to dig into it. So it's also very helpful to put that content into different formats so that they can consume bits and pieces of it or summaries of it. Let me introduce you to the rule of seven, which is a marketing principle. It says that you must hear a brand's message seven times in order to take action. I think of this more as like Coke or Pepsi, Procter & Gamble, multinational marketer, thinking that they need to their potential customer needs to hear, go buy this and here's why seven times and then they'll go buy it. And I'm also not stressing the number seven. For us, and what, what this rule of seven means is that your potential client must hear your message multiple times in order to A, remember it, and B, take action, AKA go listen to the podcast or video, or go download the lead magnet. Our goal is to have a potential client hear about you on YouTube, on a podcast, on Facebook, Instagram, Google search, and on and on. When they hear you in multiple places, they get the message, they'll enter your world. There's another benefit to seeing you in different places. By hearing your message in multiple channels, it establishes you as an authoritative figure. Authority means trust. So let me jump right into this is a list of ways that you can repurpose the content that you're already creating or you're going to create, your long form content, and you want to repurpose it into smaller bits and pieces so that people get the gist or little 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 pockets of your of your messaging. So the first one is video. If you're creating a podcast, turn your video camera on. And in fact, editing is the same if it's a video or audio, so that's great. You wanna create video both long form and short form. Long form would be um, you know, the whole podcast. Short form is you take a little bit. It's like the equivalent of a quote, of a, like a social media quote. So you just have just the quote, just like the paragraph, that is the video. And if you're already creating videos, then use that audio, export it as audio, and you can use that in different places. You can create audiograms, which I'll get to. You could have your YouTube video could become a podcast with the same content. Video is video is great. I I know this from my experience as a marketer and also my experience as a consumer. Video makes you feel like, you're part of the conversation. It builds rapport. It builds that relationship so much better than just audio. Because you're getting cues. You're getting information from people's faces. Long, The long-form video, the long-form audio can go straight to YouTube, can go straight to the podcast. Short-form is perfect for sharing on social. I have a client that I've been working with for four or five years now. And when I first started working with her, the first thing we did was use video, in addition to the podcast that she was already creating. So she was creating a podcast and a newsletter every week, and that's it. And some social media posts here and there. We created a monthly schedule of different, of repurposing that content that she was already creating, and every week there was a different type of repurposed content, and in that first year of working with her, her revenue tripled. And when I say revenue, it's nearly the same as profit because her overhead is so low. As a life coach, that's one of the benefits of being a life coach and running an online business. But we credit a lot of that tripling of her revenue and nearly profit to all the different types of content repurposing that we were doing at that time. And video was such an easy win for her. She was already there, already doing the podcast, creating the content. All she had to do was turn on the video camera on our computer. So this can be a really easy win. Next, number two is show notes. Show notes are a really natural next step in terms of content to create if you're when you're already creating a podcast and really, or a YouTube video. The show notes are a, are a very powerful form of SEO. It tells Google what your podcast and what you are all about so that when someone types into Google, a search, it knows when to show your information. Another great thing to put in the show notes is transcripts. Transcripts are, are very easy to get now with AI. When I first started five years ago, I was using rev.com and it was great, but it was about a dollar a minute. And now that same service costs about a quarter per minute. So the technology with ai has has brought that down by 75% which is which is awesome. And having that transcript in your show notes just tells google even more clearly about what you're about cuz it doesn't matter how much information is on your page google will process that. So it, transcripts can be hard for a human to read like they're not going to read the whole thing, that's why we have the show notes, but it is really powerful for seo to have that transcript there on your show notes page. The show notes page is also powerful for links. Backlinks are one of the most powerful methods of SEO. And if you have a interview, e if you have a guest on your on your podcast, having backlinks to their website is great for them, and also hopefully they'll have backlinks to you. When I say backlinks, back link, links, they're links back to something else that isn't your webpage. And the more links that you have linking back to your website, the more authority Google views you as and is more likely to recommend you. So anytime you can include a link to another website is good for who you're linking to. And if you link to someone else, they'll probably link back to you. On the show notes page, you get a lot more space for extra con- extra content, like if you have a PDF lead magnet that ideally you'll be mentioning in your podcast or video And you can also leave instructions, a link to how to leave a review. It doesn't have to be a link. It can be instructions on how to leave a review. Reviews are how more people can get access to your podcast. Okay, so number two was show notes. Number three is social media posts. When you have this plethora of information in this podcast, in this long-form content, slice and dice it up into social media posts. It's a very, again, a very natural transition. It does take just a little bit of effort to make an image, an audiogram, a quote, and so on, Um, but the information is already done for you. An example of what type of social media post I'm talking about is an episode image. So it's just an image that has the name of the title and kind of what it's about. And you could use, oftentimes, you can use nearly the same image over and over again, just change the title. In the description of the social post, you can put a little bit more information to provide a sneak preview or a hook for someone to go listen to the episode. The next example of a social, of a social post that you can create is an audiogram. Audiograms are, are pretty sticky, sticky meaning that someone's willing to keep reading it. It'll get them hooked quickly and so that it'll, the image will get them hooked to go read the description. And audiogram is great because it's like an audio quote, a few sentences or a paragraph, and it's a sneak preview of what the podcast is about. In the audiogram, you definitely want to include captions. Captions, um, it's like 80% of people on Facebook and Instagram are viewing the content with audio off. It's very important to include captions for those 80% of those people. And I've used Headliner in the past, Headliner is really easy to use. It's uh, it's like headliner.com. It's uh, a great way to, use audio, to create audiograms for free. Next is quotes, like a quote card. It's just an image that has the quote, so it just, bam, shows people what something that you said in that podcast, and it, again, it's a sneak preview. It's a hook to try to get people to listen to the podcast. And lastly, video, it's like a snippet of the video, short form video. So if you're creating a podcast, I already told you to use to turn on your video camera. You take a short snippet of that, and it it's just a really fast way to for someone to get used to you. The more someone sees you and hears you, the more likely they're going to trust you. No know, like and trust that no like and trust factor is is uh, easily better built with video. So that was number three was social posts using your long form content to create social posts. Number four, email newsletter. Again, a very natural tran- na- very natural next step of what to use your long-form content for. So think about how you've come to know other coaches, other service providers, other brands. Emails were most likely involved. Email marketing still works. And it's an essential part of any marketing strategy. I don't think I have to really convince you of that. So you've already put in the effort to create your long-form content, turn it into a newsletter. I've used some AI tools for this with uh, medium success. I usually end up having to rewrite 75% of it, so is it really worth it? But definitely write the newsletter soon after recording the video so that all the information is is on the top of your brain. So that was number four. The fourth method of content repersoning is e- writing your email newsletter. Number five, blog posts. Blog posts, just like show notes, are important for SEO. They will drive traffic eventually. It, you're training Google what you are about so that when related search terms show up, when people are, are searching for related search terms, you show up in Google. SEO is a long-term strategy. But for one of my clients, her, her best customers will come from Google. Or organic search. Same thing. Google slash organic search. When someone is typing in losing weight in menopause, her name pops up near the top of the list because she is niched down and she has hundreds of pages, um, both show notes pages and blog posts, telling Google that she's all about menopause and weight loss. So she shows up. And when, when you show up on Google, when you show up higher in the results on Google, that does show authority to people who are doing that search. Okay, that was number five. The, the number five was the blog post. So number six, and actually this is the last method, content repurposing method. It's creating an ebook, e-book or a course from all the content that you've, you're creating with your long form content, audio or video. You could have it, each episode is a chapter of a book. I mean, when I say chapter, it's you take the information from that podcast, put it into text form, and it could be a chapter of a book, and you walk step by step. Each episode walks someone through your process or walking them through a story step by step. A really helpful for the potential client, for the user, for the subscriber, for the consumer of the content is an episode workbook. It's also really easy for you to do is that there's a, like a brief summary of what the episode is about, and then some thoughtful questions. So it really makes sure that people are engaged, not just passively listening, but engaged with your content. It helps them digest it. And in terms of creating a course, I talked about turning the video on, so you may as well turn those videos of each episode into modules of a course. If you plan your episodes accordingly, each episode of your podcast, of your video could be a module of a course. So just something to think about. So that was six and last is create an ebook or course. So those were six ways to repurpose your content. There's more, but I'm trying to make this simple, something that you can a short list of things to go pick and go do. If you don't have to do all six of these, if you just picked one more that you're not doing today, that's progress. That's awesome. And remember, our goal here is to find new ways of reaching new potential clients in order to help them. Your perfect client is out there, and often they're just not being exposed to the information that you have that can help them. Because if you just create the podcast, you know they might not be available to listen to the podcast then, or they might forget about it later. But you got to give them a little bit of a hook, and that's what we're doing. We're giving them a hook. So picture a human in front of you engaged in a conversation with you and everything you say, they are nodding along, excited to hear more of what you're saying because your words are exactly what they need to hear. This is the person that you know is is out there and that you can help with your coaching and that person exists. They just might not have heard your podcast episode. So we got to find ways to get to that person. That person is out there. We're finding different avenues of of getting to them, and that's what we're doing by repurposing content. We're finding new ways of reaching those who can help them, who you can help relieve their suffering or push them towards their goals. That's it for today. See you next week.